Welcome back. Thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the Uncle Marv podcast. I am your host, Marvin B. And for today's show, folks, I want to ask a question. Do you remember a specific turning point in your life? Something where you look back and you realize things could have gone completely different. You could have become a completely different person. For some people, that's going to be relationship, an educational or career choice. Some decisions are conscious, some not. So I don't know if I have a specific one, but I do have a specific person that I believe helped me with that, and that is who I'm going to be talking to today. He is somebody that uh, was in my life for a brief period of time and then bolted. He left. <laughs> I'm talking about Greg Rupel. Uh, Greg, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am good. So for folks that don't remember, Greg Rupel lived with us. Um, I guess we started out at the, the Air Force Base, Patrick Air Force Base uh, in Satellite yeah. Beach, Florida. Yeah. And uh, I remember you were still, uh, your family still lived on the housing, base housing. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 And now your dad was, okay, this is what I don't remember. I have no idea what title your dad was, but I thought he was somebody big. You guys lived in one of the big houses. Was he a colonel or something like that? He was a major. A major, oh. Major, but um, we were able to live on the same street in the housing area with um, <clears throat> where the like the colonel and the lieutenant colonels would live just because of availability of the houses. Oh, okay. So we lived across the street from the base commander. Yeah. Oh, that's why we didn't. It wasn't get... a huge. It, it wasn't a huge house. I just our house was not a huge house. Well, yeah. it was a single family house. My side of base, you know, we had the duplexes. Were you do? Oh, duplexes, right? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a single family. House. So, single family house on the base was pretty big. And now I remember why we didn't get in trouble all the time. We lived across from the base commander. So right. <laughs> either we didn't I do enough. Get more more trouble that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So let's go back because now I'm going to say some stuff about you later. But tell me, because here's the one thing I remember when uh, we look back on our time. I remember you saying or writing somewhere something to the effect of, I wanted to be like Marvin B. And then we ended up being best friends. Do you remember saying or writing that? I don't remember saying that or writing that, but <laughs> okay. that would be something that would make sense. Um, I think because, um, you know, my remembrances of you young were, you know, you were a natural athlete, you were, had natural charisma. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, those were some things that that wasn't me. I wasn't a natural athlete, um, kind of stayed in the back in the shadows. Um, so, you know, you look at people and you think, oh, that's, that's some needed traits. Those are some things I'd like to have. So I can I can probably agree that that might be something I would say at some point. 
and look at Marvin. And you know, the other thing too is I was always impressed by the way you could eat two Big Macs, two large fries, and two Dr. Peppers when we go to McDonald's. <laughs> and, and and be about this big around after you did. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was skinny, but yeah, I you was. I think we were all skinny back then. Well, yeah, I, I look back at one of our eighth grade basketball pictures. We were all the same size. Yeah. <laughs> We were all the same size, 5'8", 140, or something like that. Something was, like, yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, and I don't know why I could eat that much. I mean, outside of the fact that I did so much athletically, I mean, I was always running, right. always doing something, so I must have burned all food just as fast as I ate well, it. Well, you know, we we bicycled, oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, probably the length of Florida in our time just – running around between Satellite Beach, down to Indy Atlantic, you know, wherever. We were always on the bicycles yep. going somewhere. We were. We were. And, uh, yeah, that's how we got to school. That's where we – that's how we went anywhere pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right. So before we go back and dive into history, tell us what you're doing now. And, and I know when we talked last week, um, you had told me you got a new job. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, started a new job uh, first of April, working for uh, Gates Belts and Hoses. Um, some people may be familiar with that brand name. They've been around for a while, over 100 years. Um, I live in Arkansas, lived here for in Fort Smith, Arkansas for 21 years. Um, 21 years? Would yeah. Jesus yeah. crackers. Okay, <laughs> what in the world drove you to Arkansas? Well, um, from, so we moved from Florida, we moved to Colorado. You guys remember that. Um, and then when I graduated and went to school, I went to the University of Florida, but then uh, ultimately went back to Colorado. Then the family up and moved again to Tennessee. And that was the final move uh, my parents made was to Tennessee, to Knoxville. Of course, you can see all the Tennessee, all the Tennessee stuff the behind you. Yep. Right. So I graduated from there and, uh, it's, you know, you get married, you, you meet someone, you get married, you uh, think you're going to be in that location. But, uh, the, uh, the girl I married was from Arkansas and we were always traveling to Arkansas. So I had an opportunity to, to leave the place I was and, and move, take another position. And it ended up being in Arkansas and, oh. I, just kind of stayed here the whole time. So that's, that's how okay. you end up in Arkansas. See, I, I worked it the other way around. I got her to move here. Yeah, that would have been a, been a neat trick. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could have stayed in Tennessee, but it didn't work out that way. Okay. All right. So 21 years in Arkansas and you uh, got a new job. Now, for some reason, I always pictured you as an engineer. That's what I'm doing. That's what I do. Okay. So you're engineer. still doing that. Okay. Yep. All right. Maybe I had the wrong picture of what an engineer was. I thought you'd like be building skyscrapers and designing, you know, super long trellis bridges or something like that. Yeah. If I had been a structural engineer, that's probably maybe what I'd be doing. Uh, my degree was in electrical engineering. Uh, and when I got out of school, the, the jobs that I held, I actually never worked in that field. I always worked in some kind of project engineering. So... I'm kind of a jack of all trades engineer and master of none of them. I do a little bit of uh, electrical, a little bit of mechanical, a little bit of civil, a little bit of structural, a little bit of industrial, all the different uh, 
uh, disciplines over the years. And so pretty much the, the title is just project engineer. And uh, I get to play with most of the toys and, and build new things and put them in, get them working and then go on to a new project. Nice. All right. I have nothing to follow up with that because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so exciting, Marvin, really, you know, we could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I'm sure we could if it relates to like the property brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that. Um, that is my one big hobby. And one thing that I, I kind of have a compulsion to do is I can't leave any time I buy a house like this house, my, this room I'm in, as a matter of fact, uh, used to be a bedroom. And so every house I buy, I end up remodeling it. I spend however long it takes to remodel. And then as soon as I'm done, if it was six years, two years, whatever, I end up selling a house and moving away. <laughs> so really? uh, this house is, is, is in that process right now. Um, now, I mean, do you end up selling it because the value's so high that you can sell it and get money and go, you know, buy a house and start over? No, it's usually because some life event happens and it forces me to sell the house. It's not oh, okay. All right. So, okay. So there's not like a logical end to a project where you say, okay, we're done. Let's go. No. Yeah. It's no logical, no logical <laughs> into it. All right. So that was a bedroom. What, what room is it now? I mean, it looks like it's just it's, a tchotchke room. It looks like it's yeah, the well, Tennessee it's, room. It's, it's like my office. Quote, quote, <laughs> there they are. Office. Okay. Um, it's uh, this house had been added onto and they built a room on the back of it that acts as a bedroom. And the only way to get to that room was through a bathroom. And so I oh. thought that's kind of silly. I don't like to go through the bathroom to get to a bedroom and better remodel it. So it's, it's a multifunction room right now. It's an office, but it's also, you know, it could be, if I sold the house, I could market this room as a laundry room. It's got, Laundry cups. A multi-purpose room. Now, is that a speaker yeah. at the top of the wall in the back behind you? Yeah. So I had it. Uh, I had it set up where um, uh, I could, you know, have a sound system in here. I've got a couple of wall-mounted speakers and then a subwoofer and things like that. All right. So a little jam session yeah. room there. Little man cave, if you're so inclined. Yeah. I have an office. I have a completely separate office that I go to. That's my man cave. Oh, yeah? You leave yeah. the house, or is it in the house? No, I leave the house. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> we, we tried having the office in the house for a few years, and that was – we made it uh, two and a half years. That was – Oh, really? That was about as much yeah. as I could stand. Well, it's just me um, now, so uh, I've been divorced for almost eight years. So, um, yeah, there's nobody around to, to really bother me. Well, I guess that's the way to do it, too, if you want to be alone. Yeah. Ask everyone else to leave. <laughs> Although now I should let everybody know that you do have some children that are grown. Yep. Yep. My, uh, I've got a son that's 21. He's planning to get married next month. Uh, he goes to, uh, he goes to Arkansas state, which is on the other side of the state over near Tennessee border. And, uh, and I have a daughter that will turn 19 next month. And she's going to school here in town, um, but then she'll end up uh, applying for going to vet school. Um, she's not sure what vet school she's going to go to right now. There's a few in the area. Is there like a hierarchy of vet schools? Like, is there a 
you know, a premier one that she's rooting for or something? Uh, well, I guess Cornell in up in New York is, is a really good one, apparently. Um, Cornell University. Cornell. They yes. have a vet in, school at Cornell. Huh? They have a vet school at Cornell. Yes. And a very prestigious one, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she uh, She's looking at LSU. She's looking at Oklahoma State. I think Missouri has one. UT, Tennessee has one. Um, she's leaning towards LSU because she's looking into um, something related to um, marine biology, marine vet. Um, her undergraduate degree will be biology. <clears throat> Okay, that's a whole nother story that I really don't want to get into right now. <laughs> she's in crackers. Yeah. She's a, she's pretty serious about it. It's, it's bad, though. You know, um, I'm an engineer. My kid's parents was a math major, had a, a master's degree in math and taught math. So we figured the kids would be, you know, some kind of leaning in those, those areas. And uh, one ends up wanting to be a biology major and a vet. And the other one is in uh, media, media relations, uh, filmmaking, that sort of thing. And sorry, I can't help you with that homework. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. All right. So since I can't relate to any of that and uh, ask you any questions, let's go back to stuff we do know. Okay. Going back to the, uh, to the 1980s. Yeah. So my first question is going to be, do you remember the first time we actually met? And the reason I ask is because I don't know. You know, I was thinking about that when we spoke uh, earlier, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was just by happenstance at uh, when I got to um, to the to Holland, uh, the school, or. That would have to be that, I would think. Well, because okay, so you went to Holland. In, I came in in the middle of the year. I didn't start. Oh, you that. did? Okay. Yeah. I was already in sixth grade in uh, in New York. We moved from upstate New York, and uh, I moved down to Florida. All right, and we're and talking Holland Elementary, everyone. For those of you that are familiar with the Satellite Beach area, Holland, Holland Hornets. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. In sixth grade, I was, uh, I believe the majority of my time was in Miss Earl's class. Right. We had, uh, there were four, four teachers, um, and every one of them had a homeroom, and then we would rotate and go to different teachers for different subjects, is what I remember. So I had Miss Earl for, I think she taught English primarily or something along those lines, and then, um, I forget the two gentlemen. One was a history teacher. One was a science teacher. Uh, and I had, I think it was Mrs. Muir. Was, uh, I remember teachers. Mrs. Muir, that's where that name came from. Yeah. So everybody asked me if I, and I didn't know. I have no idea who that was. I don't know any other teacher in Holland. And I was there since fourth grade. Really? Okay. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't remember the principal who I was on a, daily friendly basis with because well up until the time that they reached the spanking limit and they couldn't spank me oh, anymore yeah. <laughs> you were a little unruly weren't you I, you know it, it wasn't that i was unruly i think they were just they were just 
not understanding me. I was a misunderstood <laughs> child. <laughs> I had all this great potential, and they were holding me back. Okay, okay. You know, it might have been, actually, Marvin, when, um, when we uh, would go over to, uh, where was the, um, was it the gifted thing? The, oh, we, were we on the bus together headed over to we Surfside? Probably on the bus together going over to there. Yes, the, the small bus to Surfside Elementary. Oh, yeah, yeah, Surfside. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I hey, do you remember, speaking of blast from the past, do you remember uh, a gal named Janet Stallworth that was with us over there? Um, is Janet the black girl that accused me of cheating in that card game? Yes. <laughs> That's her. Then yes, I remember her. Okay. Hilarious, right? I moved to Colorado, been out there a couple of years. Uh, I had a girlfriend that was at a different high school, go to the homecoming dance. And who do I run into? Janet Stallworth. Really? Wow. They had moved to Colorado as well. Had no idea separately. And uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Small world. That definitely is. So did you probably didn't stay in touch with her, did you? No, I haven't. And I'm kind of bad about that in general, uh, about keeping up with people. Once, once you graduate and move on, you know, you have to be like you. You have to be someone that uh, is good about reaching out and keeping up with people. Okay, well, of course we you, me. of course we know I wasn't that good because we went for quite a bit of time without talking. Oh, I think yeah. we spoke what yeah. once in thirty years, probably, twice maybe. Probably. Yeah, I had more. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when I joined the Facebook back in what was it two thousand thirteen? Because yeah. I had avoided all social media. Yeah. So when I, when I joined, and of course the first two days were nothing but dings all day long on my phone of you know, people requesting friends and stuff like that, the name Mary Martha popped up. <laughs> and Kim looked at me, she's like, she's like, who's that? And I'm like, I don't know. So I looked up and said, like, oh, Mary Martha Rupel. I'm like, oh, that's Greg's mother. And she looked at me, she's like, why is his mother friending you? We're all her children, Marvin. Even <laughs> you. Even me, yes. Were you an office aide at Delora? Office aide? Were you, were you one of the office aides at Delora? I, you know what? Part of me thinks that I was, but then part of me thinks that I got kicked out or something. That's possible. No, I wouldn't have been. No, I wouldn't have been an officer, and I would have been at the office a lot. Yeah. Oh, you would have actually been in the dean's office a lot, probably. I knew. I knew. I knew Principal Hickman really well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he went to FBI. He went to FBI. Cindy Atlantic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's right. Your um, mom worked at Door. She right. She was in the office. She was a secretary, uh, just so she could keep tabs on all her children. Marvin. You and and Dee Dee and uh, and all of uh, all of us. Wow, man, that's going back. So speaking of the FBI, yeah. So that would be one of those moments in time that I remember had a huge impact on my life. However, I remember it in the way that you tricked me into going <laughs> to the FBI. Do you remember that? Did I invite you down to join the softball team? Or yes, something like you that? did. Yes. 
See, I knew I, I'm a, it's like a talent scout. I, I knew you're athletic, right? We could use somebody who's athletic yeah. on our team because Lord knows the rest of us aren't. You brought me in to be a ringer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the exactly FBI. Right. And uh, FBI, folks, is the First Baptist Church of India Atlantic. Yeah. But we called it the FBI because that was sounded much cooler. Right. And you brought me in to play softball. And it was a very interesting experience, I should say the least. Yeah. First of all, were there any other black people in that church? Uh, I don't think there were. Probably not. <laughs> I don't remember. Probably not. Well, and, look at Satellite Beach in general. Well, I, I understand, but most of most of us came from the Air Force, so... I, I, yeah, you're all Air Force guys. So. But here's the other thing. So... So Indy Atlantic, the town of Indy Atlantic, was basically three towns away. So for yeah, those of you, if you look up Satellite Beach on the map, there's Satellite Beach. Well, first of all, there's the start with Patrick Air Force Base. Right. And then you drop down to Satellite Beach, then Indian Harbor Beach, then mm -hmm. Indy Atlantic. And it's all basically a strip of intracoastal way. You know, the, the town was what? The... The, the peninsula was like two miles wide, and then each yeah. each town was like four miles long or something like that. Something like that. So you just all ran into each other. You just went from one to one to one. Right. So we lived on the Air Force Base, and then there was Satellite Beach, Indian Harbor Beach, and Indian Atlantic Beach. So there were two other churches, or two other First Baptist churches, between where we lived and Indian Atlantic. So how did you guys get to Indian Atlantic? Um. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> visiting. I, don't, I really don't. I don't remember visiting other churches that were closer. Um, and it may have been through um, an acquaintance with my parents at work or mm. like, well, like Principal Hickman, they went to Indy Atlantic. Yeah, true. Um, so it may have been something along those lines. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was her boss, so she probably yeah. felt a, the need. A lot of the kids, I think, that were there at the church went to, is it Hoover? Hoover, uh, other... Hoover Junior High. Junior High, yeah. yeah. All right. But then all of the Hoover kids would come up to Satellite for high school, I think it was. Yeah. Some of them may have gone over to Mel High. I don't know. I don't know. Or... <laughs> I'll, I'll be finding out over the next few months and years, hopefully, as I, yeah, as I interview I more people. people. I guess uh, O'Galley also had a high school too, right? So Yeah, um... uh-huh. Right across the bridge there. That wasn't too far away. Because I remember when we would, uh, so, you know, of course we played softball that summer and won. Right. Um, yeah. And it wasn't just me. You guys actually had some pretty good people on that team. You had the, you had the Julik family, you know, um, yeah. and their 12 kids, you know, 12 <laughs> tribes of Israel. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm calling out, I mean, all the Juliks, Ben, Daniel, Kathy, Amy, I mean, there was yeah, like I half the softball them. team I, was the Julik family. I forgot about them. Yeah. Um, I remember kids that played like uh, the Rootsies. Um, the Rootsies? Uh, yeah, Diana and I forget her brother's name. Um, Let me write down names. I don't remember the why, Rootsies. Why I remember more of the girls on the team, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a co-ed team, by the way, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. So, so uh, the Rootsies, Julich, there was uh, Le Leah Howard. Leah Howard, the Woodalls. Um, 
Woodall's, yeah. I think the Carson's, Brian and uh, did, did Brian, they might have played. Maybe not. The Carson Trophy Shop guy? Uh, well, his name was Brian, and he had a sister our age. Um, I don't know. I think I remember was, the sister. Yeah, because she was in our classes. Okay. Uh, I don't remember her name. Sorry. Um, and, <laughs> then, sorry. and then the Stanford's, Greg Stanford, or uh, Steve Stanford. Steve, Steve Stanford, right. Steve Stanford Steve and uh, Greg Jones. Greg. Uh, there was another Greg. Greg Jones, yeah. Jones, Jones, yep. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Steve and Greg and I went to college together for, I think, one year before they bolted. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. I, I, I'm, I'm friends with, uh, with Steve on Facebook, um, so I see posts from time to time uh, from his side, and, uh, but I, I just completely lost track of, of Greg. Um, I forget who I'm friends with. Um, I think I'm friends. I'm friends with somebody at Stanford. I think Maybe I'm friends with mom, Steve. Andy. Candy, yeah, of course. I, yeah. This say, this is sad to say, but I'm friends with a lot of moms. I don't I don't know how that happened. There are a lot of moms that friended me. Um, that's just interesting. So, wow. Yeah. So you tricked me and uh, to play softball, and of course you had to be a member of the church to play softball. Right. So I had to start going. You started going to the First Baptist Church of India Atlantic. That's and had had you gone to. To, have you been a member of a church before somewhere when you're where you were younger? No, no, okay, <laughs> not at all. Okay. Although, I, I let me rephrase that not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, now, my dad and mom, um, I remember my dad, I think it was my dad, was in a traveling singing thing in Berlin, Germany. And I think they went around to churches, but I don't know if we were part of a church. Okay. So, no, I, I was the one that got my family to either go to church or if we did go to church before and stopped to get them back to church because I drugged my sisters um, right. to, uh, to FBI. And you probably don't know a whole lot of story about after that because when you left, I stayed. Right, right. I don't, yeah. I wouldn't know. I stayed and I... After I went to Palm Beach Atlantic, I went to the town of Wake Forest and had three years of darkness at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And during that time, I really? actually came back, and for one summer, I was the youth minister at the FBI. Really? Wow, yes. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so think about the impact that you had by trying to get me to play softball that I spent all that time in the church. Now, full disclosure, I'm not going now. Not that I'm right. against it in, you know, principle. Right. But I had a little incident while in Wake Forest that kind of changed the whole perspective of things. So Those things happen. Those things happen. That'll be, that'll have to be explained in a future episode later because that, right. that, is, that is deep. Yeah, but yeah. just to, to let you know, even though you left, I stayed at the First Baptist and took over. Well, good. Well, I didn't take and that's over. That's the thing you never know, right? You, you plant a little seed or something happens to allow someone like you to go do whatever it is that you do. And then, um, and then the impact that you have through the things 
like bringing your sisters there or, or what have you. Who knows how many other little seeds were then planted as a result of that. And even though you're not actively in church and, and, and I hit and miss myself is the impact from back then though, is still carrying on. And it's still, you know, even though we're out of the, maybe out of the direct loop, there are other people that were impacted by, by you and that, uh, that in that time that are, are carrying things on. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, That's how it works. It sure does. And we'll, like I said, we'll get into that in future episodes because there's, there's a lot there. When I listed off some of those names earlier, uh, a lot of those people continued to have an impact in my life and hopefully I did in theirs yeah. and uh, we'll find out. Otherwise they'll just blow me off when I, Seeing them on the Where Facebook. Me? I'm not talking to Marvin. <laughs> That's right. Oh, all oh, the things that he did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. So I just gave you a little bit of my history that I wasn't planning on. Uh, so you uh, you left in right after the sophomore in, year at Satellite. Yeah, I think it was '83 mm-hmm. when we moved. Um, right at the end of sophomore, we were we had just finished our sophomore year. And then, because I did uh, my junior and senior year in Colorado Springs. All right. And uh, so we graduate and graduate 85. Um, yeah. And then I came back to University of Florida, first year college. I must have blocked that know, out. And ran into a lot of folks. Um, ran back into D.D. Rudd and uh, Eric Vorndran. And um, gosh, there were a few others there that uh that i remembered i have susie mcguire you remember who? susie mcguire susie mcguire i remember the name yes yeah yeah we uh i had to um disassociate from you gator folks because we were fsu people oh <laughs> even though i didn't go yeah uh, I, well i've disassociated too i i bleed orange now so although orange was a florida color I, it's a different color shade of orange yeah you can kind of you can kind of fake that sometimes can't you yeah well it's funny is i get blamed when i talk to people you know out here talk about where i've been to school and um people will say you just drop those names because you know whoever's winning or doing well at the time you can say yeah i went to school there uh went to florida went to colorado went to tennessee and they give me a hard time. Oh, like a fair weathered fan, huh? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't do that. I just roll. Listen, good times and bad times. We are, yeah. we are in yeah. it to, we are in it together. Up and down, good and bad, left or right, whatever happens, whether it's uh, Wimston's crab gate or <laughs> FSU kicking out Bobby Bowden, Jumbo Fisher. I guess I hadn't realized you're such a Florida State fan. Oh yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for Deion Sanders and Terrell Buckley, and oh. I'd have probably been there and played third string or something. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, you could have gone to Miami. No, I couldn't go to Miami because um, oh, I don't know if I could do this. So somebody that, how much can I say? So during my basketball at Satellite, yeah. Oh, I got to tell you. I, I, so first of all, I didn't play my senior year of satellite. I played like four games and quit. 
because we were that bad and <laughs> and <laughs> the coach so there were a couple like sophomore kids that were supposed to be pretty good mm-hmm. and he wanted to play them so we got stuck on the bench oh really and i said i am not sitting on the bench i didn't you know grow up yeah, here and work this hard to sit the bench my senior year right and, and you know i think it would have been different if we were winning with those but we were still losing yeah. So at that point, I'm like, what's it matter? Play me. Right. <laughs> Can't do any worse. <laughs> oh, now and I, I just lost my thought. Where was I going to go with that? I was going to say something We're about... going to Miami. You yes. Know? Okay. So Miami. So um, it was either my sophomore or my junior year. We were at a basketball practice and one of the older players, something happened and I can't even remember everything that happened. All I know is that the person was going in either for a layup or a dunk. And I went up to challenge and things were said and a fight was about to un, you know, happen and it all got broken up. And when that person declared that he was going to the university of Miami, I said, I will never like the university of Miami. So what it, were you a, when did that happen when you were a sophomore? It was, I think it was either sophomore or junior. I can't remember because I can't remember which class yeah. he was ahead of me. I'll have to look it up. Okay. The only the only person I know, I think, that went to Miami, what I thought he went to play football was um and, and when we when I was there as a sophomore, had a class with him as a senior was um David Kintai. Okay. But I, did he he didn't play basketball, did he? I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> Whether or not it was David, David Kinta. Kinta. <laughs> I have to go back and check the records. He was, yeah. He was kind of a big man on campus. He was. And he, he did. Um, yeah, and he actually, he played football at Miami. Uh, I think he yeah, played receiver. receiver. Maybe or something. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had a drafting class together. Hang on. Let me check and see if we're fun. friends on the Facebook. Let me first before I say anything. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't remember... I don't know all the friends. I don't think we're friends. Because if we are, then it wasn't him. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my. So, yeah, those were uh, good times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost fighting in basketball practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, you know, I of course, I didn't play. The one team I was on was the... Uh, the JV football team at Satellite. And uh, I think I played a whole throughout the entire season. I might have gotten the five minutes worth of playing time. Okay. So I, was there to ter- I was there to reap the rest of the team on. That's right. I was trying, you know, I thought I had a picture of us playing football, and I, of course, can't find it. Yeah. Um, so did we play JV together, or did I? I didn't play varsity. Well, did, I? did you? Did they move you up? I, I think, know there was a couple of guys that got moved up. The kicker. Yeah, four of us um, got moved up, but I can't remember if we moved up like during the season or at the end of the season or. I can't remember. Um, I played on defense. Uh, I don't know. I got a lot of stuff to research. <laughs> so. I think we got moved up mid-season or something like that. The kicker, Tim yeah, Tim Couch. Colton. Colton. I don't know. Tim. Kicker. Yeah, we'll look Colton. that up. All right, folks, if you're listening to this podcast and you can help me 
<laughs> get all of these facts straight, uh, I would appreciate it. So write in. And, we have to get uh, the yearbooks out. Oh, so I did get yearbooks. Oh, my goodness gracious. I Because I went back to try to figure out when we were together, and I, I pulled out the... Um, there you go. What was it? The junior high? The was it the Delora Highlander or was what was it called? Is that Highlander. it? Highlander. Yes, the Highlander. There it is. All three of them. Yep. And uh, so I was gonna I was gonna scan that picture of you, but of course I had written. There's the Scorpio. Like <laughs> 1983 confirmed. <laughs> and but I had written on, or somebody had written on everybody's name like okay. I don't, Probably me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember why somebody would write in my yearbook on like half the pictures of people, like people I know and people I don't know, like there was okay or some other note about them, maybe to tell me who I should remember <laughs> in the eighth grade you know, yearbook. That, who knows? So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to go over that sometime and, You'll have to see if uh, you can help me remember. My goodness. All right. So for this first uh, podcast episode here, anything else you want to bring up and uh, trigger my memory, good or bad? Uh, well, um, I think for good memories, uh, do you still have all of their Bill Cosby albums? Oh, no, I don't. No, you don't. Can oh, you, you know what? Let me rephrase that. Those are LPs, and they might yep. be at my mom's house. We, she still has all of the LPs that we ever had, and right. she has all of the reel-to-reel tapes. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome! And up until Indeed. up until like five years ago, she still played those reel-to-reel tapes until we said, "Mom, you, you got to start playing the disc." <laughs> oh wow! Is that I, that's one thing I remember is we would listen to um, the Bill Cosby albums. Yeah. Uh, a lot and I think that I don't know if it was an LP or what it was but do you remember we when we changed the words to uh, Rapper's Delight the Sugar Hill King oh I don't I don't remember changing the we words we know where we, we took um, that's where Master B came from from Master G oh that's right yes I think that was you had the album or somebody at your house M-A-S the T-E-R the B with a double E yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Master B. Oh. Um, so I remember that we would, because we were always usually hanging out, uh, shooting basketball, running around, and uh, we ended up listening to those um, those albums. And then, yeah. You had asked me before we started about the basketball, and we would go down to, um, I can't remember if we went to, I think we went to Surfside. Yeah, I to think we play. did go back to Surfside because they had, and we had to take our own rims because <laughs> they had the 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 backstops that had the um, the mounting where you could slide the rim into it. Right, and and the rims were only then about instead of being ten feet, they were maybe seven, seven or eight. You know, because um, these white guys can't jump, and that way we could dunk, and we played dunk ball. Yep, and we played three remember- on three. Do you remember who all was there? Because I remember it was like Stephen Powell. Nick Zoakis. Nick the Goose. The Goose, yeah. <laughs> um, um, was it Arthur Copeland uh, I think, there? Uh, was it um, 
Sean Flynn may have played. Sean Flynn. Uh, was it? Uh, Who's Sean it, Flynn? Uh, John Paramore. John Par. Paramore. Wow. I don't know if that's his. I forget names. Some of the names. Um, I don't think guys like Craig McCarthy or Dan Moisan. No, they Kenny were. Edberg, they were too cool um, for me. You know, back then. we did play a lot of. Uh, we would go over to um, Chris Snyder's house. Mm hmm. And he had that field that was adjacent to his house. I yes. think it was Chris's house. And we played football in that rock stream field, yeah. tackle football. <laughs> yes. And no pads over there. Yeah. I, I knew that, that Dan was in, uh, Dan the man, and uh, Sean Flynn and, and Craig and those guys. We played a lot of football over there. So I don't think I was allowed to be friends with those guys because. What? what? See, there's. You, you got to remember. I'm, I was a black kid, and what? going going into the satellite beach, going deep into satellite beach, into the Surfside, you know, I think it was okay because I was you know the gifted program, but you know we had a there was a there was a meeting in the bathroom one day, and I was you know I was told that I really wasn't. God, I shouldn't Seriously? have told this story. I shouldn't have told this story. Oh yes, I'll have to See, expound. This stuff, it. I had no idea, Marvin. I really didn't. I didn't. And, you know, I know growing up in the South and all, um, but it just never, it, I guess it never occurred to me. That I don't that think it was, was, I don't think it was necessarily a South thing. I think because Florida, Florida's not really South. I mean, Florida, well, where we were really wasn't. If you yeah. were north of us, it was. Well, North Florida is South Georgia. Right. And, and South Florida, South Florida, is, Florida is North, north Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Satellite right. Beach was just kind of, you know, right. there. Um, we didn't have accents. No, did we not. We didn't have Southern accents, and we didn't have Spanish accents, no. I guess. I mean, I mean, like, again, some of the names I don't know, but some of the names I do know, and it was almost like, you know, those were the, those were the cool kids. Those were the real cool kids, you know, the people that had grown up in Satellite Beach that were, you know, part mm. of the, you know, the, what is it, not the matriarchal, the, you know, they're part of the heritage of Satellite Beach. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I think they well, were all. I think even, they were all expecting me to be gone because you know, us Air Force people, we would come, stay for four years, and leave. Leave right. I, I didn't say, leave. We were the military side, and so we we came in with a whole different set of um, of uh, of principles and ideas and ways that we treated people because yep. we're all the same. Yeah, and 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 uh, and backgrounds to our lives because we lived so many places and uh, yeah, I. I just, I guess either I blocked it out or I don't remember that um, part of it. Um, well, I mean, I'm not saying it was all bad. We had some great times, right. and all of these people, you know, I believe we're all friends. Um, yeah. Just, you know, I mean, Chris Snyder, actually, Chris Snyder is going to be one of the uh, next couple of guests. Uh, oh, cool. We stayed in touch. Uh, Chris Snyder, you know, he was part of, and I brought up Arthur Copeland. Uh, Eva. Arthur Copeland. Oh, man. <laughs> Arthur I played Copeland. chess with Arthur Copeland at lunch all the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, wow. you know, uh, Stephen Powell. Wooten. How about Albert Wooten? Al Wooten, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Herman. Daniel Herman. I saw Daniel Herman a, a few weeks ago. Really? Okay. Yeah, he, I tried. To, yeah, I mean, I've tried to make it a point when I get back to Satellite Beach, I see somebody. Yeah. And... We always try to drive by the Powell's house because I always try to stop in 
on Mr. Powell. He's the only one left. Um, okay. And Daniel is basically a street over. Oh, okay. So I'll yeah. pop in on him because, you know, Daniel, Daniel doesn't like to, you know, do public at all. Really? <laughs> so, uh, so I pop uh, in with him and he remembers the bathroom story. So I'll have to go over that with oh, him. I don't remember that. He was the one person I asked to go with me to fight. <laughs> oh, what was I doing? I don't know. I have no idea. All um, I remember is that something. Uh, Dan, you know, Daniel, I love Daniel, but he wasn't the tallest feller, you know? <laughs> no. And, and he wouldn't have helped me one bit in that fight. And, uh, and I think, I think I reached, I think I reached as tall as I was going to be. And of course I'm, I'm a little heavier now than I was back then, but, uh, I, you know, I was at least maybe something, something more intimidating, but maybe mm. not. That's All right. <laughs> well, wow, this is horrible, but I think we're going to have to end on that note. <laughs> oh, <no>. okay. <laughs> One, because I don't remember the details and I want to get time to, you know, confer and do right. some background and make sure that they're right. Uh, and two, I want to uh, give us a quick little break because we are going to go do the live show uh, okay. to uh, promote this podcast right after. So uh, with that, folks, uh, we rattled off a lot of names. So uh, if you can confirm or deny anything of what we said, if you know the whereabouts of some of the people that we mentioned, or if you want to share stories uh, in upcoming episodes, be sure to let me know. Uh, send me an email, marvin at unclemarv.com, and uh, we'll get in touch and do this. And uh, Greg, we will definitely, well, we're going to stay in touch as friends on a much regular basis now. And uh, I will look to be having you on and we'll continue the conversation. All right. Sounds good. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks a lot. And uh, Greg, we'll talk to you a little.